Hello all and welcome to episode 11 of Two Psychs in Nikes. In today's episode we will be talking about remote work and working from home and self-employment and the challenges and the advantages that that holds. Myself and Larry have both many years behind us of working in this way and maybe we can share a little bit of knowledge that can help in some small way if you're affected by anything that's discussed in this there'll be details at the end to get in touch with myself so i hope you enjoy it and if you do please spread the word episode 11 hello all and welcome to episode 11 of two psychs and nikes i am jody and i'm larry on this week's show we are going to talk about um working from home and being maybe self-employed or a remote worker it's a hot topic at the moment we did brush on it on one episode i remember um a couple of episodes ago we talked a little bit about it but we're going to go into a little bit more detail both myself mm. and larry would have probably a bit of a background in this we both would um work from home quite a lot or remote work and uh, maybe we can shed some light on it most people mm. have been forced into it this time whereas mm-hmm. we chose so that could be the difference um Lara, what do you think well, I, I, I didn't actually fully choose it, but I can talk a bit more about that in a few minutes. Okay. Okay. Whereas I, so probably going back to 2004 was when I first did um, my own little company. So myself, my partner, we were importing, um, we were importing nutrition supplements from Germany and protein bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. from from a brand in southern germany it was good stuff and it was before i suppose proteins and um uh, protein bars were of a massive market like the last few years they've totally exploded but this was yeah. this was a good while ago and that was the first time i had tasted i was young i was 24 and i was studying as well at the time i was back in college but i was doing this on the side i was trying to um go out and promote it with gyms and with it and that was the first time i was kind of working alone Mm-hmm. And it brought up all sorts of new stuff. It's it's a strange thing. It's I don't know if it suited me. I just I did it, and I have done it since. But I don't know how perfectly suited I am to it. So um, like suited to going out and selling your own product just for yourself, like that. Yeah, or even being being alone in the work in the work environment all the time. I find it. You know, um, even now I would. So uh, for the last good few years, I've been a, a designer, a freelance graphic designer, an illustrator, and um, I was doing like a lot of that work would be from home, but a lot of it would be on site too. And I do find that going in, although it's more hassle to go into a place sometimes, I do enjoy um, being in with the team and being face to face. There's something that brings me a bit of joy about it, um, and mm. yeah, I, I do find that so. I, I was kind of I've done an awful lot of work with myself, but I do find the isolation can be tricky. Yeah. The social aspect to it is a really big one for people. Yeah, I know that was a factor for me, because um, I, I missed the the banter with the lads and working. You know, having a, like going into the canteen, having lunch or breakfast together, and yeah, like that's a major element of it. You know, just having a bit of crack with your friends. That's right. People talk about the output, like what's you know, are you, uh, what's what's your work output? But I would I would suggest that being in an environment like that is more about nearly your mental health. I mean, you're right. Having coffee or even catching up about somebody's 
somebody's child or somebody's holiday or there was always a bit of a buzz or there's always milestones in the year like Christmas parties and bank mm. holidays so when you're when you're in that groove of course there's like there's pluses and negatives to everything but when you're when you're on your own at home Friday afternoon maybe doesn't have that ring to it like you used to when you were finishing up for the weekend or yeah, yeah. Uh, bank holidays I haven't really noticed a bank holiday for years like people when I'm on to a friend they're like well I have the weekend coming up and I actually oh, I'm the same man I'm the same <laughs> okay I remember Eric Clapton did this interview I heard it decade it must have been like 15 years ago and the interviewer asked him it must have been on the monday he said how was your weekend and he said oh i don't i don't do weekends uh, <laughs> and for some reason i always stuck in my head he said like because he said every day is like just a day for me and and yeah and now my experience is like yeah bank holidays are meaningless to me <laughs> Cause Me too. Yeah, it's just not the same when you're not work when you're working for yourself at home. It just doesn't really make any difference because you could take the day off sometimes, like if you wanted. Or yeah, it's just it's not the same. It isn't the same. No, no. It's and there's like I like I do enjoy the flexibility of it because um, if you need to even go away for a week or two, or there's maybe even a sometimes it's not a holiday you might have to go away for like a conference or it's like a semi work holiday thing, and you don't have to. You don't have to lay out the dates. You don't have to 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 uh, ask the boss politely or whatever. You can go and do it. But but I do find so we have something in common with with Clapton. I like that. I like that. So uh, yeah, the weekend thing is is a, is a bit of a bummer though, isn't it? Sometimes because um, like the ex- I suppose the ebb and flow, the the up and down. You're right. You you just every day is kind of similar, which is good. But it doesn't suit everyone. It definitely doesn't suit everyone. No, it it's not black and white. Like it's it's just not it's not all it's cracked up to be either. Like it's just it, it's just the it's different. It's different. It's not better or worse it, because it depends on the day of the week how you're feeling. You might be happy that you don't care what day of the week is, and then another day you might actually want more structure. You know, you might long for that uh, Monday to Friday uh, nine to five structure, so you know when. Uh, work is finished and you can truly relax and yeah it know. comes down and motivation as well wouldn't it be because um if you think about i suppose if you can get up every day and focus from home or go and do what you need to do rather than if you have to be in a certain place at a certain time like if you have to be in the office for nine o'clock you'll be in the office for nine o'clock whereas if you're if you have to be in a cafe because mm. you have to do a certain piece yourself ah sure half nine or ten i'll let the traffic clear and I'll go in a bit later and then yeah, your day drives yeah. or sometimes at night sometimes you'd yeah. be I often remember many nights like 10, 11 o'clock at night I'd get like a burst of creativity and I'd be stuck in and it could be one or two hidden bed whereas like mm. not that I'd, it's not it's not great work practice but sometimes when you're on your own that's that's just the way it is I know yeah yeah I know and it'd be hard to like plan that like you you'd, I, from my experience I'd never like ske- do a schedule leave the day free knowing that I'm going to get a lot of work done in the evening. It's usually just like my intention would be to to do a lot of work during the day. I don't do it. And then at some stage in the day, I get stuck into it and I'm in the zone. But it it, it means that I kind of spent the whole day procrastinating possibly about doing the work. And then eventually I did it later on. So instead of just doing it between nine and five it took it kind of took up the whole day um in a, in a way and then i would suggest that maybe because i know 
our situation is, is different to others. We we like a lot of people have have kids at home and pets and etc etc that um, they would be a totally different distraction when you're trying to work from home and that's the position that a lot of people find themselves in. But um, I know that myself and my partner we've both been self-employed and remotely working for for many years now. So that's another thing. It's different. Like some people it, the norm would probably be one of the relationship is doing it but when it's both it brings up a whole other dynamic because you're both sharing the space or you're you're both trying to plan the day yeah. whereas at least when one has the structure they're gone so it's that that brings up a whole other dynamic where you're you're questioning each other on the day you're hearing each other in work mode and in private mode um you know, even food like making mm-hmm. lunch, like how do you do it? Or um, if somebody has to slip out, there's loads of little things when, when both of you, is, and then also then there's security, stress, and anxiety about um, money and stuff when the, when the two of you are self employed, there's all that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's many different situations that can be applied. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I alluded to at the start of my journey to working from home, uh, wasn't. Um, it's just a choice that I made. I actually was having uh, some issues and I worked, I set my business up um, and I was still working full time. I was working like six days a week in a very uh, busy company. And um, for six years, I, I worked full time for this company and I was running my own business on the evenings and weekends. And um, it, it, the reason I to start to work for myself uh, full time from home was because my the company I worked for uh, reneged on um, a gentleman's agreement that I uh, fulfilled and more so um, I, I, I came to a head I was in New York at, at an auction in Times Square and um, I had been banging my head against the wall with the company trying to get them to live up to their promise and when I came home from New York I was due to go back into work and I woke up one more in the morning that was due to go back in and I just could not I I could not go back into work and I, I never went into work again I called them up uh, I was stressed really stressed out uh, the situation and I never went back and I took around six months for me to, or, or longer uh, to to kind of de-stress. But uh, once I started working from home for myself, my company's turnover uh, more than doubled. Okay, so once you could commit fully, it it was a it was a hard decision to make, and 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 I mean you were probably letting the company down in a way. But once you once you committed to it, you it, it paid off. Yeah, it paid off big time, but it was a massive learning curve. Like I, I the journey I've had, I've been working from home now. I don't know around four years or so, and I've worked in the in the house in the apartment. I've have it like we have an extra room, so I've, I use that. I have used it as an office, and then because like everything was just merging together, you know, there was no boundaries between work and personal life. I decided to move put my computer rent an office in a, a shared office space um so i i i wanted that i wanted to have some people around me i wanted to get the computer out of the house um so i did that for a while then i ended up uh, one day i was tr- trying to I, I drove to the office to do some work and i couldn't get any parking i literally couldn't park the car anywhere close to the yeah, office yeah. and 
I just said, ah, that's enough. I'm bringing my computer home. Just ridiculous. <laughs> you're wasting you're wasting more time trying to get in and out of the place than you're actually being productive. Yeah, and it could be just to send an email or something yeah. like you know. And uh, so I brought the computer back home, and then same thing kind of eventually happened again. It wasn't it was hard to enforce boundaries with it. So then the most recent thing I did was I. Uh, rented an office with WeWork in Dublin City and yeah. a lovely office in there but it's quite ex- it's kind of expensive like and um, but it had its benefits it was nice to get up in the morning jump on the Lewis um, I didn't go in every day I just went in when I when I needed to but I felt like I was kind of part of the workforce again you know so there's a bit of an element to that like so there can be pros, and cons, pros and cons to working at home Um compared to working in a company or working in a shared office and they're all different experiences with their ups and yeah, downs. Yeah, like there's an outlay to having an having a, a workspace or an office. But as you say there, it kind of gave you like I don't know, does it give you a bit of like a self confidence boost or just a, a bit of a a bit of a uh, community feeling of like you're kind of in a because after years of going against the grain, like I mean, traffic and stuff didn't really mean much to, to either of us when we live in a city because we usually either like we'd we'd be in we'd we'd be going somewhere before the traffic or we'd be going against the traffic because maybe it just depended we weren't in that routine and there's a there's a lot to be said for that but also you do sometimes after a while of that you kind of nearly miss that that frenetic buzz of the city like you're in the city but you don't really Mm. feel the movement of the city you know gosh i remember all the mornings i'd uh i remember working for other companies and yeah, rushing into work in the morning and in traffic, stuck in traffic and the whole thing. Like, yeah, there's a certain buzz to it as well. Like, you need to get somewhere at a particular time to do a particular thing. When you're working at home, it's you don't really need to. There's not that type of pressure. Like, there's there's no traffic. You know, the deadlines sometimes are a bit looser. Nobody's kind of really depending on you like they are. Possibly if you're in an office, like yeah. it does, it does things are a little bit looser when you're working for yourself at home yeah yeah um i've spoken to a few people now since since this uh since the virus kicked off and they're obviously they've been moved from their office to their home space and they've been set up and mm. what what a, a, a kind of a common theme is that they seem to be almost doing more hours since their home and got me thinking um is it i wonder is it a, a partly guilt for not having to go in like um which i think it could mm-hmm. be in, in i think we i think as a species we're, we're kind of filled filled with guilt and if we're not going into the office and showing our colleagues and our boss look we are working i think when you're at home yeah you're, you're trying to prove it to them and i mean i know i know many people that are doing more errors now and i think i don't know that's not that's not something that you can go on with either because if you're working from home you do the same hours you already don't have to do the commute so you can you can dedicate those mm-hmm. hours but i feel um it's just something to be careful of as well if this thing was to drag on for for the next few months that you're sitting in front of the screen the, the, the other thing about it is you don't have the distractions of the office which can be positive like you don't slip away for five or ten minutes or you don't have to get up from your desk to yeah. go and meet somebody or so you're <coughs> sitting at the computer from nine till five nine to six five days a week and you're in your house and then you close down the computer and you literally walk like five feet away 
and sit on the couch or go upstairs for a shower or, or make make dinner so um you have to you know you have to just watch your space yeah 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 you do yeah it's not it's not the same it's not like it's not just like a different location it's like a completely different environment and i i've heard in the past like uh, companies being um before the virus like being very apprehensive about letting somebody work from home because it'd say like oh if we uh, if we let you work from home everybody else then's gonna ask and we don't want we, we you know we don't want everybody working from home because we don't trust that they'll they'll do their work i think one of the yeah. big obstacles was uh companies trusting people you know and yeah. um i think that feeds into what you're saying there like people working doing more work at home it's to, just to overemphasize that no I, i'm not on the dust like i'm not i'm not uh just ch- chilling out watching netflix i'm uh I, I'm not only doing what I usually do, I'm doing more work. Yeah, so it's looking over, over, um, yeah, whatever. The yeah, because even in the, well, I suppose the, the in, in the corporate environment when you're in an office, I've seen the other side of it where uh, five o'clock comes where, okay, you've done your day's work and many of the people will be still sitting there and half five would pass, six o'clock. And I would sometimes bring it up with if I, if I knew them well enough, I'd bring it up. And are you busy? Yeah, they are busy. But what I think is the actual, and this this may be, I may be throwing something out here, but I think the only reason, not the only reason, but one of the reasons they're staying is to show the commitment level. Um, and this is a visible sign mm. where they can show a boss or show a colleague just how committed they are to the company and that they're willing to yeah. put the extra hours in. But really really their work is probably done for the day in many circumstances and it's yeah it's just it's an observation and i mean Mm. it's it it can be true or false but that's 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 what i see um yeah like you could be uh you could like that whole thing of being the first person in every morning say the boss sees that guy or woman every morning they're always the first one in and there's something to that like but they might <laughs> they say they're not doing too much work like but they're they're there every morning first and they're the last one say to go that there's a lot to be said for to be seen in that light um but if you're working from home you can't do that like you can't like yeah you could be the first one to log into a computer or something but you're not nobody can see you like you're not really the first person into work so it co- really comes down to your what your output is then you know yeah, that's right. The login, you might want to try and get an early login, yeah, but it's not really go back you into be bed. Just logging in. It's, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Yeah, um, but then at the same time, you do see it where the person that 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 is committed, like on a on a timeline where they'll be in early and gone late. I would say more often than not, that person doesn't reach the heights in the company that, like, usually management is is either taken from outside or it's 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 to do with your results not with your timeline and and sometimes i feel you're kind of brushed out like you feel you're doing the right thing for a promotion but just by giving extra time and showing that usually that's not what they're looking for in a leader um this this is all just generalization but um it's just something to be aware of that don't be walked on is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah Mm. another thing with working from home is uh procrastination like oh man i you know, I suppose everybody can relate to procrastination, but like I'd be awful. Like I, I, I'd yeah. event, I'd procrastinate so much, and then I'd eventually sit down to start some work. And then when I sit down, I'd be like, "Oh, my belly, 
be a little bit hungry. I make a cup of tea and then I'll get started. And I would have been just about to start. And it's just this dance between uh, not wanting to work and working and, and doing anything but the thing that I want, that I need and want to do. So, um, and then having a fridge very close by. Would that depend on the project, Larry? Because if, if, if you had an auction coming up or something. Yeah, and I'll be like for accounts work or something like that. Yeah, it'd be for work oh, yeah. that I don't really want to do. <laughs> yeah, well, nobody wants to do that. Yeah, or phone, like certain like emails or phone calls that are not to do with the thing. But but if you had an auction coming up or if you knew that there was stuff to be bought, then you'd be focused. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now most of the stuff that I do, I I like doing. So there's not too much procrastination. But um, yeah, it's more just that kind of admin side of things. Yeah. Yeah, back in the design thing, like I always had deadlines, so that they would like they be they would keep you like really tight with procrastination because deadlines in the design world are usually fairly tight and there's not much much movement on them. So mm. that, that was kind of a natural drive. And then when I, I, I did notice when I was writing my thesis, mm-hmm. I was especially the second time around after the fail there in in uh, October, November, December, oh yeah there was no procrastination there. Like I took one or two days off of like 55 or 60. I was, I was stuck in. So that was nearly one of the first times I've been driven kind of by self, like in such a way I did have a deadline, but it was a longer one. Like it was like Mm. uh, six, seven weeks. But yeah, that's your right. Procrastination. It can be the killer to, to many ideas, can't it? Oh, it can. Yeah. Yeah. It just drags them out for, for way much longer than, in, than need be. Um, another, and then especially when there's two years at home, Lair, and the mm-hmm. other one says, here, do you want, will we go out for a coffee or something? Yeah. No, like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You this, jump this at the it. chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another, another factor I find is, um, loneliness can be a, a problem or isolation. Um, I set up a group there a year or so ago and uh, called cabin fever. And, um, we'd meet in a cafe and I had people coming from all over Ireland, like travel. One guy was traveling for three hours to get to the meet up because nothing like it existed. Like where people kind of met, came together. And the premise of it was for people to come together and share their experience, but also just to have a social chat, but, but not to talk about work in the way that you could talk about work not the way you could talk about work sometimes and you could just talk for hours about it, <clears throat> but you're not talking yeah. about these other things that will give you a break from the work. And, yeah. um, yeah, it was very beneficial. I, I, I remember there was one person there who was, he was dying to show me what he did on the, on his phone. And he was showing me, you know, um, he was just kind of getting stuck into his work. And I was just thinking afterwards, he, he didn't quite get what it was about. It was the, the whole idea behind it was to get a break from it. Like not to, yeah, it can be hard to separate yourself from your work sometimes, you know, very and, much um, so. Yeah. So like it's the go to thing sometimes to talk about, you know? So, uh, but yeah, anyhow, yeah, that's I had sk- this, that's something you've to learn. Yeah. I had this group and, um, there's lots of people who work on their own and isolation is a problem like, you know, because during the day, like if you're working for yourself and most people are working, say, uh, in companies nine to five, uh, who do you meet up with to have a coffee? Like, not because there's not that many people available because they're doing their own yeah. thing and they're in their company's office. So it can be very hard to find other people to socialize with 
during the day. Yeah. yeah, and would you actually would you say that even over over the years that if if you're continually self-employed, that nearly your your circle of of friends or that that it can change because you find yourself you like. I know for me, I would have been, I would have spent some time in like, say, Starbucks because it was a nice work environment. You know, people knock up, but for me, it was nice to go down and have a couple of coffees and not be moved on and good internet connection. And I would have done a lot of work and you'd meet the same people kind of. And then that would kind of ripple on to like, ah, sure, we'll come over for dinner some night or whatever. And you, you, you almost meet friends because you're your structure of the day is different. Like, as you said, our weekend is not our weekend. The Friday night buzz is not the Friday night buzz. So you're almost mm. living uh, anti-cyclical and you can meet new friends or you can form new social circles because mm. of your, your, because of your time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with you. Cause when I think about it, say, um, the new people I've met in my life over the last few years, since I've been working from home, this, the, the relationships, that have got stronger are with people who are available to meet me at the during the day, like during yeah. the weekday, because their work allowed for that as well. Like they only worked say four days a week or three days a week, so they could meet up for a chat during the day. So yeah, that 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 factor alone of uh, two people's time, free time, kind of matching, uh, leads for the opportunity for them to meet up and then. Uh, build a relationship together or friendship so yeah yeah definitely um has a big impact on relationships and meeting new people and making new friends yeah when i was in a job i would have had um certain friends but then they would fall away when either you you leave or they leave and those but i i agree with you the, the people that i've been in contact with now over the last five six seven years are people that are available you're right during the week or when you when you might need them or even even if you're working on um say if you're thinking about a new business or or even a new part of your own business the people that you can confide in are are those people as well because they might be doing something similar and you can meet them and you're you're, you're just you're very different yeah I, I most of my circle now would understand my way of living and we would understand theirs it's funny how it changes over time isn't it yeah yeah it does it is funny how it changes i think also there's i was just thinking there like um there's also a difference you might have people who are working from home but they're they're part of a team like they're working for a company um or somebody who's working from home but they're running their own company on their own and so there's lots of different circumstances like my experience of working from home is I, I run my own company and I'm the only employee. So I don't have any, any, anybody to run the decision past in the company. So I might the very rare occasion, like, uh, call, uh, a colleague who's in the industry and, uh, run something past them. Like, you know, very, very once a year, maybe, but, um, yeah. you know, yeah, you might have some people who are in different situations and working from home, uh, but you're part of a bigger team, it might lend itself to kind of having a bit more of a social element to it. But then if you're running your own company at home and you're the only employee of the company, it be, can, can be a bit, little bit more isolating because you just don't have anybody uh, around you, like, or even virtually, like to, to have a chat with every day or to do a project with. You're not doing any projects with anybody 
to just by yourself. It's a great point. And then what if what if you come across a stumbling block like when you're on your own, Lar? Would you have, like you said there, that you would ring somebody in the industry for advice? Like there's often times that I would have tried to figure out a problem I was having um, in when I was a designer, and even now trying to get trying to establish a practice um, of of the, my new work. It's you, you come you come across new things and it's hard to find somebody to just bounce the idea off or to even ask them something like because you're kind of isolated yeah well I, I have an interesting experience of that it's it's this it's kind of like did I, I don't really have it anymore but it can still rear its head from time to time this idea of of um somebody taking you <clears throat> under their wing you know someone who's a bit more experienced and uh yeah, someone's a bit more experienced in that in your industry, and he take you under like your wing, like a mentor, or father figure, or whatever you want to call that person. And what I've mm. realised is, um, even though I've said I have called someone like that on a rare occasion, is that like I've learned to to be able to make those decisions myself, and I don't really need a mentor. You know, I can be my own mentor. There still is always that longing you know, to have someone else to help, like to just to rubber stamp what it is that you're thinking of doing or, you know, because we, we all kind of, I suppose, know deep down what the best course of action is. Um, yeah. But it is a journey to to trust in yourself and trust in your own judgment, your own decisions. And, you know, that can take years. In my experience, it took me years, like, to trust myself and know how, like, I, it can take, you know, how much time it takes for I have an idea to do something and there's a process to it, the dust settles and then the idea solidifies and I feel confident about it so I, and I have clarity around it so I can move forward. And during that period of time, I would have shared ideas with a close friend or my partner, but I don't have like a, a mentor, you know. I did try have mentors. I did actively contact and have a meet with men like uh, in their offices and companies and they were kind of offered like to meet every so often but it just didn't really work like you know it didn't really didn't really work yeah but it is a it is an area that um it would be nice sometimes wouldn't it? i've often thought that over the years it would be nice just to have this 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 point that you can reach out to when you're a bit stuck you're you're at home there's a deadline there's 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 something pressing and you can't really figure it out now luckily i i i kind of would have a few people but there was many years that oh you'd have to start looking up the internet going back to books and it took time and it it was like the anxiety of it because you're trying to make this deadline whereas if you're in an office and there's 50 of you working on a project and you can ask the person beside you or over the desk. Look, uh, can you just come over here? I just want to ask you this software yeah. question. What do you, you think about? What do you think about this idea I have? You know, yeah, it takes literally a, a handful of seconds to go. Oh yeah, that's grand. That's not. But when you're away from all that, like you, yeah, it's. I, I'm sure. I'm sure all these things have in the last two months since this happened, probably more prevalent now with with people being forced to be in their own domains and trying to work. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I suppose just to kind of clarify what I'm saying, I, I, I think it's, I think when it comes to a mentor or somebody you can turn to when you need to, it's good to have a couple of phone numbers in your, 
in your phone for people you can call. But for me, the idea of having a mentor that I meet once a month, every month, you know, or something kind of structured to having a mentor, for me, that never worked. And I did try to do it, and it just kind of didn't, it just didn't really sit with me. Um, but I, I, I still had people I could call. I do think it's important to have people available to you who you can call if, if you're stuck with something. But for me, there yeah. wasn't too much of a structure other than having a relationship with someone and I knew I could contact them if I, if I needed to, you know. That was it. Simple yeah. as that. Okay. Um, anything else, Lair, on the on the working from home, the isolation, the loneliness? The uh, Just, I suppose, boundaries, uh, socialising are the two key things yeah. for me, yeah. B- boundaries being like having a cut-off time, uh, you know, when you stop work, you know, when you turn off your laptop and uh, socialising. Being definitive you know. with that, like when you when yeah. you close it off, close it off. You see, the problem is then we have a phone and that goes. I know, or we have I a know. tablet that goes, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. Excuse me, a boundary could be like you, you turn your phone off uh, next time. I know these are very hard things for people to do because the phone contains like multiple things on it. It's not just work emails it has like games and youtube and so yeah it's not straightforward but socializing and boundaries are the two main things that i try to i try my best to to do when it comes to working from home yeah the boundary one is good i i I love that um it's it's something that's so hard to do now because we're a lot of people are so connected and and the job requires you to be connected but really getting an email at eight o'clock or nine o'clock at night that is not regarding like an urgent urgent deadline and this means like people throw around urgent um but it really it shouldn't be answered until the next working day i mean um and you know you do have to be very uh you have to have a bit of like self-confidence and efficacy about you to just stand up and say no. I'll be getting back to that even you know yeah. and it's hard even if you read it maybe you read and it's playing in your mind for that night but it's mm. it's good training to go I'm putting that behind me until nine o'clock tomorrow we can get back to that it's not going to change between now and then but it could be on your mind the whole night and you have a you know if it's an email that's that's asking something of you or that's that's throwing you off you know you're going to dwell on it for the next 12 hours it throws your whole you know so all these things are they're not going to change overnight but they are something to work on yeah and then like just like working on it like for me like I'm, i've been working from home for four years and tr- still trying to get get me get a grip on it so like it's it's not going to happen overnight it's not like an overnight success like it takes years to to enforce like to learn these boundaries and to enforce them and you know, so lower expectations and uh, keep things simple, like, you know, not too complicated. That's what I try to do for myself, you know, and it's an ongoing uh, project trying to enforce these boundaries on myself and, you know, uh, call people when I don't feel like calling people just to socialise, you know, it's it's not easy all the time. But, you know, so, that, you know, just keep it simple and lower the expectations. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And especially if there's two of you at home now doing this, uh, g- give yourselves even more room, like, and um, under- try and just be like extra understanding, like, and compassionate to each other's situation. Because at the end of the day, we're all just as Ram Das um, 
a beautiful quote we're all just walking each other home and i think that just for me like since i heard that i just think it's a gorgeous quote and it's it's true so let's just all give each other a little bit of slack um and yeah just be patient with each other like but whether it's your immediate family or somebody on the phone or somebody sending you emails that you're not you're not keen on just let's all just give each other a bit of slack so yeah, i would like yeah. to say thanks Larry. that's 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 been great um it's lovely that you it's nice to have someone that has been through similar things there with the work life and uh, to to bounce stuff off um and again if there's any issues brought up with over this if anyone is is going through these things or having thoughts or wants to just get something off their chest i like by all means please get in contact with me usual channel um at talk to the bishop on social media or talk to the bishop.com um, you can email me info at talk to the bishop.com I, I i'm very open to hearing it's fully confidential it'll never go anywhere so don't don't be alone in it and um yeah i'd like to say thanks again for listening um, we love doing them. we're still really enjoying doing these still twice a week we're now on spotify um if you want to spread the word so we're apple podcast spotify and Acast, all the episodes including the bonus ones so spread the word and um, really appreciate you tuning in and giving us your time and stay home stay safe and we'll see you soon take care boy <laughs>